I'm black. I'm brown. I'm beige. I'm cinnamon, turmeric, and sage. I'm blended with spices. I'm tossed and I'm glazed. This is Limrush, the Queen Dawn from across the pond. And right now you are locked on to a black, brown, and beige edition of Jazz E Lounge, the podcast. Today on the lounge, I'm going to briefly hip you to black, brown, and beige, a, an extended jazz suite composed by Duke Ellington. So when we come back, I'm going to tell you the inspiration for this podcast and encourage you to check out Black, Brown, and Beige by Duke Ellington. This is Lamarosh, and as promised, I am back. It is April 18th. It's Monday. I'm looking at the calendar. It also says tax day. And today is another day to inform you about that thing called jazz. Bop, bebop, fusion, and more. Listen, April is Jazz Appreciation Month. And all month long, I've been bringing you interviews and different interesting stories about your favorite artists, artists that are still around making big moves like Marcus Miller. He's at the Blue Note in New York this week. Actually, this is his second week in residency there this week. Wish I can go to New York. Maybe something will pop off before the end of the week and I get a chance to go see Marcus Miller at the Blue Note. Now, I've seen him perform live at the uh, Pittsburgh Jazz Festival, but I want to be intimate with Marcus Miller at the Blue Note, New York. But today is about another great composer. Um, Yesterday, which was the 17th of April, 2022, was Easter Sunday. And when I woke up yesterday morning, the song Come Sunday was on my heart and it was on my mind. And in particular... Uh, Two versions hit my head, Um, the vocals by Mahalia Jackson, and then um, just a performance by Sean Jones, a trumpeter. So I said, you know what, I'm going to post a video about of Come Sunday on my Facebook page, on my Instagram page, as well as Jazz in the Basement's Facebook page. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and find a version of it, of course, I pull up Mahalia Jackson, but then I say, you know what? I need to do a little quick Google search on Come Sunday. And what I found out just really led me into the inspiration to share a complete episode based on not only Come Sunday, but where that song is on a a composition that was written by Duke Ellington. So when I get back, I'm going to I'm going to really start it off. I wanted to get that introduction on what was the inspiration. I started off yesterday, Easter Sunday morning, with Come Sunday on my mind and on my heart. And I started to look up what where that came from and who wrote this Come Sunday. And it took me to a place that I didn't have any idea existed. So when we come back, we're going to jump right on into this Duke Ellington jazz standard Come Sunday.
is Lamarosh, and as promised, I am back. Listen, Duke Ellington's Black, Brown, and Beige is a jazz suite that features three movements. The first is black, the second movement is brown, and the third is beige. It was first introduced in 1943 as a parallel to the history of the Negro in America. This particular jazz suite was Duke Ellington's first concert at Carnegie Hall. So let me put a little perspective right back on that. Duke Ellington's first performance at Carnegie Hall was in 1943. And he introduced this jazz suite called Black, Brown, and Beige, a parallel to the history of the Negro in America. Listen, when I first read that fact about this song or about this jazz suite, I didn't even know where it was happening. When I first heard and read about this parallel to the history of the Negro in America, I'm thinking to myself, wow, that's deep. That's already a um, master's thesis title. And while many of us look at jazz and bebop and bop and black music in general as just a part of American culture, we must keep in mind that black artists who developed these genres were really coming from a different place that makes it more than just American. It comes from another place of being treated as an outsider, treated as someone who didn't belong. And people needed to experience the emotions and the feelings that one would get feeling like an outsider and where you don't belong. And a lot of times it's expressed through protest, peaceful and non-peaceful protest. It's expressed through dance, it's expressed through poetry, and it's expressed through music and song and instrumentation. So that's the first thing I thought about when I read what black, brown, and beige, where, where it came from, and what the history behind it was. Now, the first movement, which is called black, is divided into three parts. You got the work song and the spiritual, and that's where come, what Come Sunday comes in, which is the spiritual, and then light. So black, meaning the first movement, is divided into the work song, the spiritual, and light. Brown has three parts. Check this out. Brown, this is a sweet, this is, this is deep, okay? This, this whole concept that Duke Ellington was coming, trying to bring forth as a, a monument and as a testament to what, at that time, what the Negro could do. It's just incredible. So Brown has three parts. The first one is called West Indian Influence or West Indian Dance. The next part is Emancipation Celebration. And that was later reworked as Lighter Attitude. And then the third part of Brown was called the Blues. Dig that. Beige, the final movement in this piece, this jazz suite, beige depicts 
the Afro-American of the 1920s and World War II. So already when I'm, I thought of, I'm going to find Come Sunday and see who wrote this song. And to my surprise, it was part of a bigger picture. That song was part of something else. And it was part of Duke Ellington's Black, Brown, and Beige Suite that he composed uh, and, and performed in 1943. But it has a little bit more history. So when I come back, I'm going to talk about more history with this Duke Ellington piece. I'm telling you, this this got to blow your mind and how I started to analyze it. It's just so tight. Y'all, this is Lamarache, your Queen Dawn from across the pond. It's April, it's Jazz Appreciation Month, and we got it going on. Come on back. Black, Brown, and Beige. A Jazz Suite by Duke Ellington was first introduced in 1943. And this is a live performance. It was his first performance at Carnegie Hall. That was in January. Later in that year, in December, the same year, 1943, Ellington has a second performance of this Jazz Suite, Black, Brown, and Beige. And this time, it was dedicated. The performance was dedicated to over 700 Negroes from Haiti that saved Savannah during the Revolutionary War. Now, once I read that, and this is what Duke Ellington said, he was quoted as saying, that dedication was for these Haitian men who were in the Revolutionary War. I had to go look up this event. I never heard of these Haitian men coming to Savannah, Georgia, that then was the capital of Georgia, Savannah, and they were helping in the Revolutionary War, helping fighting during the Revolutionary War. And a lot of them were on the French side. So that was deep because the French, the British, uh, the Portuguese, the Spanish, everybody had slaves. And um, Haiti and all the throughout the Caribbean, People were slaves, you know, and so when Duke Ellington dedicated that production that year to these Haitian war, um, I want to call them, I'm not even going to call them war heroes. They were Haitians who helped fight in the Revolutionary War. That's what I'm going to leave it as. So I did not know anything about that history. So that was another thing that I learned about this piece and the history of uh, Duke Ellington's Black, Brown, and Beige. Of course, you know, before this movement was even constructed, Duke Ellington, hey, I mean, he had an incredible career going on. He had been recording music since the early 1920s during the Harlem Renaissance, and he was well-established. You know, um, let me just write, I have a few facts I want to share. So we have Edward Kennedy Duke Ellington, that's his name. And during the 19, early 1920s, during the Harlem Renaissance, Duke Ellington wrote or collaborated on more than 1,000 compositions. So he was no stranger. Okay, he had, he had some albums out. He was composing. He was doing his thing. At the end of the 1930s, he began his uh, 
music relationship with Billy Strayhorn. And um, Duke Ellington gained a national profile through his orchestra's appearances at the Fabulous Cotton Club in New York. And I'm talking about songs like It Don't Mean a Thing in the 1930s, Mood Indigo, Sophisticated Lady, Solitude, Creole Rhapsody, In a Sentimental Mood. You know, all these things he had already composed, and people knew these songs. These were jazz standards. But early in the 1930s, he also traveled abroad. He was in Scotland, in the Netherlands. He was in France, you know. So he had a lot going on in the 1920s and 30s, way before he even thought about composing Black, Brown, and Beige. In 1935, he appeared, his orchestra, Duke Ellington's orchestra, appeared in a nine-and-a-half-minute musical short film that features Billie Holiday, and that's called Symphony in Black. Dig that. So Duke Ellington was doing his thing, suited and booted. You know, he was always sharp, and that's how he acquired the name Duke. Uh, People he hung out with, they admired his coolness, and he always was dressed very well, and he was very noble. And so people began to call him Duke. So that's how he got the name Duke, (laughs) Duke Ellington. So during this time before Black, Brown, and Beige, he had experienced a lot of accolades. Going and traveling to Europe, it was said that he was receiving standing ovations. You know, people was falling at his feet. The man was fine. He was always in nice suits. You know, he because he had a uh, light skin, you know, people was falling out of all top of him. So he enjoyed many things. But coming back to America during the 1930s, there was still lynchings and there were still um, segregation and there was still Jim Crow and there were still people just getting snatched out of their homes and and tied up. That was the lynching, uh, but children still being abused. And, and it was a lot going on in America, his homeland. So in the 1920s and 30s, he's enjoying all these accolades, traveling around the world, people falling at his feet, and then he would come home and be called a nigga, and that was not cool <laughs> for nobody including Duke Ellington. So I can see why he would want to create and express black, brown, and beige in the way that he did because it was important for him to let others know what was really going down in America. Woo, I'm about to start (laughs) preaching jazz gospel today. I'm going to take a small break. And, um... I'm going to come back and I'm going to wrap it up because what I want you to do is be encouraged to check out more of Duke Ellington's black, brown, and beige sweep. This is Lamarash. Mood Indigo, Sophisticated Lady. In a sentimental mood, it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. These are just a few titles composed 
by Duke Ellington. Songs that are still timeless classics today. When's the last time you've heard In a Sentimental Mood? Yes, I'm telling you, when Duke Ellington was composing these classics, I don't even think he knew that they would be timeless classics and they would endure the endure time the way it did. So we're talking about Black, Brown, and Beige, which is a jazz movement. And the first time he introduced this movement, it was 1943 in January, and it was a parallel to the history of the Negro in America. That same year in December 1943, Ellington performed that piece and dedicated it to Haitian men who fought in the Revolutionary War. But two other times, not only did he perform it, but now they became albums. So the first time it was a live album, it was in 1946. And at this time, it was called Black, Brown, and Beige, a Duke Ellington's tone parallel to the American Negro. So already he's not even half-stepping on what this title is and what he's trying to express. The song originally, um, for I'm going back to uh, Come Sunday. Come Sunday. Let's get on to Come Sunday. That was really the inspiration for this, this um, podcast. So Come Sunday was part of the first movement, which is called Black. And it was the second part of this movement, which is called the spiritual, Come Sunday. In 1946, it still did not have any lyrics. It was performed by alto saxophonist Johnny Hodges. And that particular part for the the lead, if you will, was specifically for an alto saxophonist, Johnny Hodges. Uh, but in 1958, we're talking about see, 12 years later, this song is still rolling. It becomes another album. And it features the vocal version with Mahalia Jackson. So you're talking about from 1943, when he first introduced it, he kept reworking this whole masterpiece. You understand me? And years later, he has the vocals with Mahalia Jackson, who, when I played that song on Sunday, Easter Sunday morning, it really, it really moved me. It really inspired me. And I just wanted to share that song with so many people yesterday. Listen, before I wrap this episode up, I want to definitely encourage you to check out Duke Ellington's discography. It's enormous. His history is enormous. I, in no way could I talk about his accomplishments in a short period of time. But just to let you know, if just a few, he is a Grammy Award winner. He is a in the Songwriter Hall of Fame. He has a Spingarn Medal from the NAACP. And, you know, Duke Ellington received many accolades, honorary doctorates, and just, I mean, because he's incomparable. But I want to leave you with, because I want to talk about the first group he had, the Duke Serenade. Well, it was in 1917. So he was really in the mix during the Harlem Renaissance, which was a period in American history where black people in general wanted to prove to America that they could produce 
quality work, dance, music, art, poetry. They were entrepreneurs. There were historic black colleges that were already built. So they were being educated and traveling the world and showing the world what black culture was about in America, not what America was about. It was about what came out of the descendants of slavery in America. So, you know what? April is Jazzy Appreciation Month. I'm going to end this segment the way I started. And that's with this jazz epigram that I became so inspired to write. I'm black, I'm brown, I'm beige, I'm cinnamon, turmeric, and sage. I'm blended with spices, I'm tossed and glazed. This is Lamarash saying ciao for now. Thank you.